CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, April 11th. 2012, I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, coming to you live from Future World in Epcot Center uh, here in Walt Disney World. Today's newscast is once again brought to you by our friends over at touringplans.com. They are the research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World, and they can help you save, get this, up to four hours per day in the Walt Disney World theme parks with their lines application on your mobile device, crowd calendars, fast pass return times, wait times, 150 plus different touring plans, whether you're going alone, with the kids, grandma, grandpa, or any combination of them, visit touringplans.com slash WDWradio, and I'll help you maximize your time and really have a better time here at Walt Disney World. So let's get right into uh, this week's Walt Disney World news because we're in Epcot and because I'm starving because it's 7.30, we're gonna start off with food. And right down there, over at the Italy Pavilion in uh, World Showcase, Tutto Gusto, the new wine cellar that's gonna be part of Tutto Italia, once it reopens, is scheduled to open in early May. And this is something new coming to the World Showcase offerings. We've got margarita bars, we've got tequila caves, we've got the new, as part of Flower and Garden Festival, the new Haiti mini pavilion with the coconut rum frozen drink, which is phenomenal. But now we're gonna have a wine bar, and I think this is really nice because it's bringing a lot of elements in. This is Glenn Whalen, by the way, from PrettyGoodMovieRide.com and Google In. Google In. Without a G. Without well, one G in the front, not a G in the back. two Gs in there, actually. Right. Google In, WDW Radio. Google In, WDW.com. We'll Correct. link to it in the show notes. Scott Otis, again, Ooh, members of I the uh, audience. So the, um, the wine cellar is nice because there are a lot of people who are beer aficionados, right. there's tequila aficionados, a lot of wine drinkers. This is gonna give them a place beyond the, the confines, although they're wide confines, of food and wine festival to yep. go and sit down and enjoy a nice sort of adult evening with the wine bar. I think what they're trying to capitalize on is, is both France and Italy seem to have a lot of people that will go there just for a little wine tasting. Right. They, those two areas seem to attract that. And it's still a small unknown group that's trying to do that. So they're trying to make it so that more people can attend and, and this yeah. would be the way to do it. And we're seeing, you mentioned France, you know, we're seeing expansion coming to France too. Right. Because now the patisserie, the, the um, it's really the place to get delicious sweet treats, is expanding probably next year. It's going to get a second level on it. So they're really expanding the food offerings, the, the specific food offerings, whether it's desserts, whether it's wines, whatever it might be. Uh, again, that's supposed to open up in early May sometime. Right here at Interventions, uh, a new a, a, attraction is gonna open called the Vision House. That's supposed to open on Earth Day, uh, two Sundays from now, April 22nd. And right down the way, and we're gonna go visit it in a little while, Test Track is gonna close for its extensive re what? refurb. Yep, Test Track. Closing? Closing. They're reopening World of Motion. No, they're not. <laughs> but Test Track is going to close on April 16th. I heard it on WDW Radio. <laughs> no, don't say that. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, it is going to close for an extensive refurb, and I think we're going to see probably a change in that Test Track concept. It's going to be more about future technologies in these GM cars as opposed to that Test Track environment. So say goodbye to Sherry, say goodbye to the Belgian blocks, say goodbye to that queue, which I now will, think will probably be an interactive queue once it reopens, I think you're going to see 
a very different experience, a much more high-tech experience coming when Test Track, if that's the name that stays, reopens uh, later on this year. Yeah, it seems like they're they're now creating, if they had first made the attraction now, that's what they're going to do. Right. They're going to turn this into what would be what, we, what we've learned from Cars Land, we can inter interpolate here as well. <laughs> Disney Saturday, I wonder if Bill McKim is going to survive in the updated version. Test Track 2.0, people. So, you here in the Not So Studio audience, is Test Track still, is it still a, an e ticket? Is it still a must do? Something you like to do every time? Absolutely. We're getting nods uh, across the board. Does so, it's it? one of those attractions. Every other time. Does that every other time. So it's not something that necessarily needed a refurb. It wasn't necessarily showing its age. It didn't sort of lose its thrill. Obviously, the track is not going to really change, but it is going to be much updated. Very interesting to see what it's going to be once it reopens. But tonight, we're going to take one of our last rides on sort of the original test track, as can it I were. Can I stick my head out the window? You can stick your head, and you can even throw your hands up in the air and, and woo. Um, special events, such a big part of Walt Disney World. We talked about food and wine. Flower and Garden Festival is going on now. We walked around today. Just beautiful. Uh, it's becoming, uh, all these different things are make Walt Disney World a destination. Whether it's Marathon Weekend, Flower and Garden, Rest in Peace ESPN the weekend, but there's also Food and Wine Festival, so many of the running events. And one of the other big ones that we all sort of circle on our geek calendar is Star Wars Weekends. Um, Absolutely. The dates and now the um, stars and celebrity hosts have been announced for Star Wars Weekends, which begin May 18th, run through June 10th. The hosts are once again Ashley Eckstein, and we do love you collectively, Ashley Eckstein, and James Arnold Taylor. The schedule for the rest of the guests in the first weekend is going to be Ray Park, Darth Maul. He, oh. We love Darth Maul. The kids who get to see... A day at the mall. A day at the mall. Get to be trained by martial arts master and Darth Maul, and Ray Park. Sith Lord? What do you mean martial <laughs> yeah, arts <right>. master? <laughs> Um, Lord. Jerome Blake, maybe not, a name you're not as familiar with. He's Rune, Hako, and Masameta, and I'm butchering the names, forgive me. I think it's he's a Clone Wars character. Right, well, Phantom Menace, he's a Phantom Menace okay. character. D. Bradley Baker, he's Captain Rex, he's Commander Cody, yep. also from Clone Wars. The second weekend is Annie Seacomb. He's Watto from Phantom Menace. Ray Park is back, and Tom Kane, who's the voice of Yoda in the Clone Wars series, is coming back again. Third this weekend. The narrator for the Clone Wars. He's all. Well, Anakin Skywalker has returned. You, know. you are not Tom Kane. <laughs> I know Tom Kane, and you are no Tom Kane. <laughs> the third weekend, June first through the third. Jake Lloyd, Anakin Skywalker from the uh, the second trilogy. Silas Carson, who's Newt Gunray, and Ki Adi Mundi from Phantom Menace. I know Star Wars fans. What? That's what it says. And a Star Wars Clone Wars voice talent to be determined will be the third guest. The fourth weekend, June 8th through the 10th, Mishan, it's Aura Singh. The tall, cool Aura Singh from Phantom Menace is coming. Jeremy Bullock, Boba Fett from, uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> from, from, a little higher. Uh, episode five and episode six, Return of the Jedi. Daniel Loga, Logan, little baby Boba Fett, from Attack of the Clones, and Nika Futterman, the voice of Asajj Ventress from the Clone Wars, is gonna be there on the fourth weekend. And I went through that list because the very interesting thing about that for me is that there is only one character 
from the original trilogy. Wow. One actor from the original trilogy, and that's Jeremy Bullock. Bullock yeah. It's Boba Fett. And so I think what this marks is a shift Transition. that's going on. It's the shift of Star, it's Star Wars Weekend is now for a new generation of Disney fans. Our kids, and still some of us who are, are Star Wars geeks, these are the people who they are most interested in hearing from. Right. The Yoda, the, the, the characters that they hear or they see in the Clone Wars. Ashley Eckstein you know, has made a name for herself. She has the Her Universe brand as well too. And so that transition, that baton has been passed from the original trilogy to the second trilogy and now the animated series. And, the, and Lego Star Wars. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I love Lego so, Star Wars. So, <laughs> I think one of the things that we're seeing is every year the special events are actually promotional for mm -hmm. something coming out. Right. So it may be that what they're promoting is uh, all the, this modern stuff is uh, Clone Wars. So a lot of people don't know who Jeremy Bullock is. Right, right. Who follow Clone Wars. But the other thing to consider is here in Orlando this year is Star Wars celebration. Right. Which may also conflict in a way with who's going to be coming to Star Wars right. weekend. Star Wars celebration does not take place at Walt Disney World. It's going to take place at the Orange County Convention right. Center again. Uh, late August, I think, this year. Uh, was in Indianapolis for a couple of years. Yes. Has now been here for a couple of years. That is sort of the, the mecca of Star Wars right. fandom and geekdom uh, coming. And uh, I will tease that I do have um, an exclusive interview with uh, with someone just in time for Star Wars Weekends. I hope you can pronounce their character's name. I can. Okay. And I will tell you this, the force is strong with this one. Yeah. Very strong. Scott Otis? It's not Scott oh, Otis. Okay. It's not us. It's, uh, the force is strong with this one. You'll have to stay tuned. I'll release it just around the time, uh, probably early May, just in time to get you excited for Star Wars Weekends. So my question for you in the box, and people already, I think they already know where I'm going with this, is they're talking about Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill. Who are the people who we, who grew up with the original trilogy, I don't know why I'm looking to the people who are 20 years younger than me, but we who grew up with the original trilogy, who would we like to see? You know, Lando, Orlando, Orlando Calrissian. <laughs> we met or we met Orlando Calrissian at uh, D23 last year, which was an, an interesting uh, interview to say the least. But you know, those are people we want to see a Harrison Ford, we want to see a Mark Hamill, who probably would not come out for this. And I think you're right. I think they are looking to move towards promoting um, the things that that they have coming out now. The re-release of the Star Wars Holiday Special yes, on Blu-ray. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> And that the Star Wars live action movie, a TV show, which we're still waiting to see mm -hmm. if and when that ever comes out. So one of the questions I have for you this week is, A, who turned on the lights, and B, who would we like to see, ideally, you know, look, George Lucas was there last year. Yes. We saw George Lucas, but we'd love to hear maybe from a Harrison Ford. We'd love to hear the Mark Hamill uh, story a little bit more. All right, well, I'm such a geek that I would want it to be John Williams. Ooh. Yeah, so, and have him like give him a get him in front of the Walt Disney World Orchestra, have him conduct Star Wars theme. I'd be in heaven. Uh, I'm with you. you know? uh, I, I'm with you on that. Harrison Ford would also be he'd bring in Indiana Jones people. He'd bring right. in people for so I think he's almost a distraction. But yeah. I think but he's still dreamy. He he is still very dreamy. <laughs> so speaking of characters and and who they portray, uh, some of the interesting not necessarily theme park news this week was Variety, sort of the, the Hollywood Reporter magazine, and a lot of other sources reported that it's been confirmed that Tom Hanks in, and Emma Thompson 
are going to uh, star in a film called Saving Mr. Banks. And that is going to be a story of Walt Disney and his relationship with P.L. Travers, the author of Mary Poppins, how he eventually, because it took a long time, convinced her to sell the rights for Mary Poppins. Obviously the story there is not necessarily the, the story of how Mary Poppins maybe came to the screen, but for the first time the, in, a, in a major film release, the portrayal of Walt Disney, right? We've talked about this uh, ad nauseum really over the last few years. If there was a movie about Walt's life, who should play Walt, right? What age do you portray him? Well here, it's very much locked in a specific point in time. Um, and I think, you know, when you say Tom Hanks, I said, okay, that's, okay. that's yeah, that's who I could see playing Walt Disney. So uh, it's, Scott's giving us a thumbs up. Tom Hanks is Walt Disney. If you have to, it's almost like a wait and see. Right, because you can't judge until you've actually seen it. Uh, and I think that, I think a, the dude from Twilight. Who? The dude from Twilight. I've never seen it. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> but I think, I think there's a couple things to it. I think that no matter who you choose, you're not going to satisfy everyone. Like, who is the, the person who should play Walt Disney? So inside the, the chat room here, people are saying yes. Some people are saying not sure about Tom Hanks. I think he could do a great job. Some people are saying no. Some people said Tom Selleck. Uh, Tom Selleck is too, too macho cowboy. Well, I think, and I think Tom Selleck, it, it, I think he's got to be played younger. Right. I mean, we're not talking Uncle Walt. We're talking younger right. Tom uh, so actually, Tom Hanks seems a little old for that too. So I think that the thing that is going to be maybe it's going to be like three parts, and he's going to be the later Walt. Well, I think the thing that intrigues me about this is Justin Bieber will be the young one. <laughs> exactly, Jake Lloyd is going to come in as young Walt Disney. No, it's how are people going to react to the portrayal of Walt Disney, the businessman? Because I think that the perception of I think. Our perception of Uncle Walt, yeah. the person who welcomed us into, you know, we welcomed them into our homes on Sunday nights, is probably very different than Walt, the businessman who had to negotiate for years with PL Travelers, who admittedly was very difficult, did not want to give up the rights to Mary Poppins. How are we maybe going to see a different side of Walt than maybe we're used to seeing as sort of Uncle Walt, uh, you know, and Tinkerbell at the Wonderful World of Color? Is, is this a Walt Disney film? Disney Pictures doing it? Right. Uh, I believe, let's see, it's um, it's John Lee Hancock is going to be the direction. It does, it's a... John Lee Hancock, he did a loan the Alamo. Right, it does not say who is... Right, uh, I, I don't see if it's a specifically a Disney film, so I don't know. If it is him, it's likely that it probably would be a Walt Disney picture, which would probably make sure Walt was in a nice light. Right, but I sure. Think, uh, moved over another studio and we see a very different you know this is the scene where Walt bites her in the leg right. you know right so somebody says you know we see we're used to seeing a very grandfatherly side of Walt Disney but now we're gonna see Walt you know the negotiator the the tough right. negotiator so I think it could be very different and very interesting and then look I think no matter who they chose no matter how he's portrayed it's not gonna satisfy every Disney fan because we in our minds we have a perception of who Walt Disney was, that grandfather figure, whoever it is. Uh, so that's the question of the week. That's the question I want to leave to you who are listening or who are watching is what do you think of Tom Hanks as the, the selection? Um, how do you sort of, uh, what do you think this portrayal of Walt 
the businessman, the negotiator, is going to be like. And if it's not Tom Hanks, who should it be? Yeah. Who would you have chosen to be Walt Disney? Obviously, there was that fake Ryan Gosling poster of early Walt on the train, which was very well done, but this is, a, this is very much about a specific project that he worked on at Mary Poppins. So I want you guys to come by the site over at wdwradio.com. Click on the show notes for the April 11th newscast. You can leave your comments there. I'd love to hear more from those of you who are listening as to what you think about the choice of Tom Hanks, the choice of, of this film, the sort of first time we see Walt in this, um, this, this Mary Poppins, uh, bringing Mary Poppins to, to the six, 1964 film, uh, and what you, what you think about all that. Doesn't uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks come from this story as well? The creation of Bedknobs and Broomsticks is because we can't get we couldn't get Mary Poppins, right? So we start similar filming, types of, yeah, of similar type thing, right. and then they do get. And now they have two. Now they have two of them in the world. Right. So yeah, I would love to hear more. Again, the chat room is going by uh, very, very quickly. People are saying uh, they like Tom Hanks. Some people say they want to see George Clooney. Edward Norton is another one that I've seen a couple of times. Um, and Hathaway is Julie Andrews. So yeah, everybody's going to sort of have their own yeah. way they want to envision Walt. Tom Hanks has a good relationship with Disney already, right. which is probably important to this. Sure. You know, and actually, someone said that Johnny Depp actually has a relationship with Disney as well, but I don't know if that's... I don't, I don't see Johnny Depp as, as Walt. No. He's Captain Jack Sparrow, and that's <laughs> where he needs to stay. Um, don't forget, too, when you come to the website, you got to check out the blog, you got to check out the discussion forums, the videos, posting some new videos. Got a bunch of new videos I'm going to release uh, very, very soon. Don't forget, if you missed the show live, you can catch it on the site and on YouTube. Um, don't forget this week's uh, podcast. A lot of big news. A lot of big news about the digital version of Celebrations Magazine. Uh, some changes to Celebrations Magazine. We announced the e-ticket event. Fri what? You don't know about the e-ticket event? Starting this year and moving forward, WW Radio is going to host an e-ticket event. or a series of events. The weekends or weeks around October 1st. We'll start off with a small A, a ticket event and work our way up to the B ticket event. And so to kick things off this year in our first annual event, we're going to start off with just one. The E ticket event, also Epcot's 30th anniversary. Friday, September 28th. If you liked the Adventurers Club, you're going to love this. If you liked our Adventurers Club event, you're really going to love this because it's going to be an evening with the Society for the Preservation of Historical American Adventurers. And so we're renting out the American Adventure Pavilion. We're gonna have dinner in the rotunda and some characters from American history that you may or may not know. This society that's preserving American adventures are gonna have their monthly, they're gonna have their annual meeting just for us. They may elect a new club president, just like the Adventurers Club. Um, there'll be food, there'll be entertainment, there might be some music. Of course, there'll always be surprises. This has never been done before. We are gonna be the first people to ever see this. You're not gonna be able to do it anywhere else as well either. We're gonna have details about when you're gonna be able to purchase tickets in a very limited event because of the venue that we're gonna be in. I'll announce when the tickets are gonna go on sale soon. If, you remember the Adventures Club event sold out very, very quickly. So if you're interested again, Friday, September 28th, looking forward to 2013. I love doing events, right? I love doing the meets of the month like this, the, the big sort of e-ticket events. 
Of course, the crews, Richard, Sher Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman, who, by the way, hap he happened to write the music for Mary Poppins. He just happened, happened to. Just happened to. They walked um, by him. Do you happen to write? <laughs> <laughs> He's coming on the cruise with us in November. But so next year, I want to do not just the e-ticket event, but I want to do a big event on land, at sea, and in the world. But I want to give you guys a chance to put your name on it to help choose where we're going to go and when we're going to do it. So you can help decide so we can have as many people come as possible. So maybe we'll go to Alani. Maybe we'll go on the Fantasy. Maybe it's an Adventures by Disney to someplace new. Maybe we'll go to Tokyo. We'll see. We'll put a survey out again. Stay tuned to the show, to Twitter and Facebook for more information. Still again, lots more coming. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello. Facebook.com slash Radio. You can find it all over at www.radio.com and loumangelo.com too. Go over and take a look. Uh, thanks to all of you who joined us in the box live here in the studios. Stay tuned. If you're here with us, stay tuned. We're going to go ride Test Track for one last time. Thank you again for watching. So until next week, say, oh, wait, I, one more thing. I almost forgot. Put, speaking of putting your name on it, I did, put, I did put my name on it. I talked about special events. Here, watch that. I, I made my promise this year, and I did it. I registered for the, the 5K over Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. You guys, I, so are you because you're doing it too. Oh, man. And so are you. What? And now that you guys live here, you too. Don't laugh, kids. You're coming too. I want the marathon to be accessible to everybody. So let's all do the 5K together. You don't have to run. We'll walk. We'll eat along the way. We'll, I promise you we'll eat. If it's five gonna, of us run 1K each, is that enough? No. It's, but it's going to be awesome. We're going to have fun. I kept my promise. I put my name on it. Go register. You can go to rundisney.com. Register now. And join the WW Radio running team. Be part of the team. Not only do you get a really cool shirt, but we raise money to benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. That's the important part. Uh, I'm actually going to speak next week at the Make-A-Wish National Convention because of all of you. That's quite uh, it, uh, it is a. It's going to be a really, really fun time. WWRadio.com slash running. Now we're done. We gotta go hit test track before the park closes. Thanks again for watching. Thanks you guys. Thank you guys. See ya.